Um, hey, uh, tonight we have a really cool thing. You want to live in this lousy world? Play it cool. I want to get even. Get cool. I want to bust. Bust cool. I want to go. Go cool. I know I'm, I'm from New York, born and raised in New York, but um, Pizza Hut has always kind of been there for, for me. You know that, honey. I still order Pizza Hut. I love it. It's hard to find in the city, but I find it. And uh, I love it so much. And this is a, a, a cool thing. Play it cool, boy. Real cool. Actually, Pizza Hut is where I used to go with my parents when we had, like, good nights out. Like, if I was, was, I was celebrating something like that. Even, I would say, like, graduation or something. It was a major deal to go out to dinner at Pizza Hut. Me and my sister would have a booth. My mom always wanted a booth. Do you have any booths? I only want to eat in a booth. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even hungry. Well, a booth open. Okay, we'll take it. And they would sit. And then we'd go play Pac-Man, who's just, uh... Anyways. Pizza Hut is doing this cool thing. Cool it, A-Rob. Cool it, cool it. <laughs> go, go. Because, uh, you know what? They love the graduates, and I love the graduates of 2020. And man, you got a raw deal this year. Uh, no real graduation for you guys, and no real prom. And Pizza Hut wanted to, uh, well, I don't know, wanted to make it a little bit cooler for you. Just play it cool, boy. Real cool. So guess what? They're giving out 500,000 pizzas to graduates of 2020 and their families. 500,000 pizzas. So if you want, go to pizzahut.com forward slash grad party, and they're going to use the contactless curbside pickup for this. So thank you to uh, America's Dairy Farmers and uh, for Pizza Hut for doing this cool thing. And congratulations, class of 2020. Uh, you know we love you. Uh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Oh, you know what? I forgot to do this. Gosh, well, pretend you didn't hear that. Hey, guys. It's Jimmy Fallon talking to you. This is for the graduates, so if you're not a graduate of 2020, please leave the room. Graduates, this was a tough one. Uh, you deserve everything. And you know what? Pizza is there for you. They want you to have everything. If you go to pizza.com forward slash grad party, they're going to give, well, they're not going to give you, but they're going to give in total 500,000 pizzas to you guys to have a little party because you deserve it. Thank you, Pizza Hut, and thank you, graduates of 2020. Thank you so much. Thank you. There we go. This feeling of um, embarrassment, this um, shyness, this bashfulness. If you take that out of the people, then these people will do whatever they want to do. And that is the very definition of America. A people who have no shame and therefore they do whatever they want to do. Why should I live in history, huh? Fuck, I don't want to know anything anymore. This is a world where nothing is solved. And someone once told me time is a flat circle. Of everything we've ever done or will do, we're gonna do over and over and over again. And again. And again. Forever. And you know what? Pizza is there for you. They want you to have everything.
race to the bottom. Time is a flat circle. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and race to the bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mm-mm-mm. Now that's Winslow tea, a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. I'm John Reed, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Season 4 of Race to the Bottom! Yeah! In the background, we're hearing the instrumental version of Burn the Witch by Radiohead, off a moon-shaped pool. Good stuff, I've had this in my head. And uh, we don't have a whole lot of time to waste, we got a big show today. Usually I like to stretch out in these monologues, but I can't do that today. I've got to get to it. we got my buddy Vance, who, uh, who we check in with. Vance is my pizza pal and my radio buddy. How's that sound? I think that's what I, how I introduce him in the interview. And it's less of an interview, more of a... We, we break down this, this clip of Jimmy Fallon, who's not my favorite person... Who just got? I just saw recently he got in trouble for doing blackface on Saturday Night Live. But this isn't about that. This is about his endorsement of of a of a Pizza Hut scheme, where they're they're. Uh, I, I I mean I guess it's altruistic. They're they're giving their pizza to is it just high school graduates? It's uh, they're giving their pizzas away to to people the unlucky souls who are graduating this year and they're gonna continue their streak of bad luck by ingesting pizza hut pizza jimmy fallon thinks it's really cool vance and i are gonna break down that video and actually vance and i our conversation was so long and so great that it's gonna be a two-parter we're gonna do the jimmy fallon video this week and then we're gonna talk next week about some pizza delivery stories and some of the the top delivery soundtrack songs so you got that you got two things to look forward with that a lot of a lot of vance content coming up today and next week and then we i talked to our culinary friend of the show chris mata and we rate the top 10 vegetables and if that wasn't enough then we'll hear from Dr. Dad, and I, I asked Dr. Dad to check in with us, and he's going to tell us about what it was like 
he, Dr. Dad was a, a missionary kid in India, believe it or not, from age, I, th- I think, like five to nine. And he's going to tell us about food as a missionary kid in India. So, got that to look forward to. Because of all that, I can't dilly-dally here. I gotta let you know what was in that mashup straight away. But before I do that, gotta wet the whistle. That's some lukewarm Winslow tea. Nothing like it. They say you should drink. It's best for your body to drink lukewarm. So that's what I'm doing today. Please hashtag your tea drinking experiences. With hashtag how you know. Because that's how you know it's Winslow. Let's deep into the conversation. Thank you as always to Winslow Tea for supporting the show and, and this monologue. So the mashup. We heard from, speak of the devil... A clip so nice, I played it twice. So, you heard Jimmy Fallon kind of breaking down this whole conspiracy he has with Pizza Hut. And uh, it was cool. So I mashed it up with Be Cool from West Side Story. We heard from Matthew McConaughey's character. I could look up what his name is, but it's the guy from True Detective. The show with the most disappointing denouement of all time. Season one of True Detective. I heard season three is good. I gotta gotta give that a shot. But time is a flat circle, and it really has become a flat circle as we continue. Well, 30% of us or so continue to quarantine. I guess 70% of the country just thinks it's over. We'll see how that goes. And uh, we heard the strings in the Moog from Here Comes the Sun. Isn't, wasn't that pretty? We heard from, I've, I've, I've played this before, but I keep thinking of it, from Beats Rhymes in Life. That is the very definition of America. People who have no shame and therefore may do whatever they want to do. I gotta do a whole Beats Rhymes in Life episode one of these days. And we heard from my radio hero, Tom Sharpling, saying race to the bottom. I had to pull that clip. And I have to tell you what I recommend. So let's do a segment of the show I like to call Recommended. It's a recommendation. 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 I watched the first episode. We got to keep watching it. The show Somewhere South. It's on PBS, and it's hosted by this the chef Vivian Howard, and uh, it's great. And in the first first episode, she explores barbecue all over the South and its origins and story, its origin story. And in this, she she meets up with these these Japanese guys, these brothers that were originally from Japan, who moved to Austin, Texas, and do like a Japanese-inspired, Texas-inspired samurai cowboy barbecue thing there in Austin. Looks like a really cool place. But they talk about the spirit of this this idea, this Japanese spirit of repetition. Doing the same task over and over again in many, many iterations and, and finding the beauty in that. And I've been feeling that doing Race to the Bottom here in quarantine. I've got this hour... I've got the mashups, I've got the monologue, some interviews around the sound. Same kind of thing, but kind of perfecting it. And I've been really happy to hear 
so much good feedback from listeners. I was looking, and, and we're, we're, we're doing well. We're getting a lot of people are listening to the show, and I'm very thankful for that. So that's the recommended. Moving right along, we're going to go straight to the round of sound to make way for our interviews and check in with Dr. Dad and Chris Mata and Vance. Our buddy Tom Domena released his full-length version of You Know Me, My Devil Says. He just he did a great live stream show on Monday, which I still think you can find if you go to one Longfellow Square's Facebook page. But his, his record's great, and we're going to hear a tune from it called It's All Coming Down. And we're going to hear, this guy's called Atuhualpa Yapanqui. And he's a great singer and guitarist, kind of in a Mexican-Spanish classical kind of style. And the song is called Punai, and it's good. And that's going to be our little condensed round of sound. First, we'll hear from Tom Logan, who is still hawking his superfoods. And you can go to tlsffd.com, Tom Logan Superfoods for delivery. I've told him that that's not the... It's kind of clunky, but he's he says it's nutritionally balanced, that URL. So go there and, and get a... He said, I, I, I can't believe it, but I have to believe it because... Tom Logan's a man of his word. He said 75% off your first five orders. So uh, check out Superfoods. Let's hear from Tom Logan and then the surround of sound. And then we'll go right into the back to back to back. Vance, Chris, Dr. Dad. I'll talk to you on the, other, on the flip side. Hi, this is Tom Logan, the inventor of LSD, the Logan System of Discipline, which has revolutionized the way that parents deal with teenagers who are out of control. But today I want to talk to you about superfoods. That's right, superfoods. Like kale, Swiss chard, collard greens, turnip greens, spinach, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, cranberries, green tea, almonds, pecans, pistachios, walnuts, cashews, Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, garlic, ginger, turmeric, salmon, avocado, seaweed, and ancient greens like bulgur, farro, emmer, millet, buckwheat, teff, and chia. You all know that I have written extensively about the teenage mind, but I have begun to write more than a couple paragraphs on diet and nutrition. That's why I'd love to see you in my office, 4875 Union Square, 7th floor. Give me a call and we can set up a consultation, 917-222-2422. I want to show you how superfoods can work just as well, if not better, than LSD. Tom Logan is not a licensed nutritionist. Also, please show up to the office at least four hours before your appointment for paperwork and processing.
devuélveme, devuélveme mi pastorcita perdida. Punay, punay, devuélveme, devuélveme mi pastorcita perdida. Pastorcita de la puna te extraviaste en noche mala. Pastorcita de la puna te extraviaste en noche mala. Mi voz te busca en el viento y en la puna te reclama. Mi voz te busca en el viento y en la puna te reclama. Puna y puna y devuélveme, devuélveme mi pastorcita perdida. Puna y puna y devuélveme, devuélveme mi pastorcita perdida. Aunque tenga en esta vida que viento y tierra tragar, aunque tenga en esta vida que viento y tierra tragar, pastorcita de la puna ti de encontrar, ti de encontrar, pastorcita de la puna ti de encontrar, ti de encontrar. Aunque tenga en esta vida que viento y tierra tragar. Que tenga en esta vida que viento y tierra tragar, pastorcita de la puna ti de encontrar, ti de encontrar, pastorcita de la puna ti de encontrar, ti de encontrar, ti de encontrar, ti de encontrar. Puna y puna y devuélveme, devuélveme. It's all coming down 
That's a bitter pill for such a mind indeed. Maybe all you need is be a little naive. Tell me, are there things you can cool thing i know i'm I'm from new york born and raised in new york but um pizza hut has always kind of been there for for me you know that honey i still order pizza i love it it's hard to find in the city but i find it and okay so i'm here with with vance pollock my my buddy my my uh radio buddy and my my pizza my pizza pal that's right and um I wanted to play this clip for Vance. We we didn't work at Pizza Hut. We worked at a place called Pizza Cabin, which is uh, more of a mom and pop kind of deal. It's as corporate as you. It was as corporate as you could get, while still being mom and pop. I, right is how I would def- define Pizza Cabin. But I ran across this. I I'm just in full. I don't want to ambush you here, Vance. I'm not a Jimmy Fallon fan at all. So that's just, I want to put my, you know, a lot of journalists and stuff. like Okay, transparency. Yeah, they feign like they're objective, but they're not. And I don't want to be that kind of, I'm not calling myself a journalist, but. Right. Know. No, no claim at objectivity. No. So for the, the, the radio listener, Jimmy Fallon is, he's kind of made it. I can see Jimmy Fallon. He's made his little, uh, you know, all these guys are broadcasting from home now and i think he's probably really excited about his his desk that he's set up you know i think he really got excited he's got these this kind of like antique set of drawers and then like a old post office kind of like where you'd put memos behind him yeah, it looks really phony down homey. It looks like he he went to uh, Michael's or whatever. <laughs> and or Hob- then, Hobby Lobby and just like, yeah, grabbed a bunch of phony down homey stuff. And then he's got, uh, and I can just hear him being like, and I've got my pencils. I've got my, got my sharpened pencils here. He's got, a, he's got like a mason jar full of, I don't know why he's going to need that many pencils for whatever comedy he's getting into. <laughs> and then like he's expecting, he's expecting some brilliant ideas and he's just going to be breaking those leads. He's so, so excited. So he needs a whole, whole mason jar full of pencils ready to go. 
<laughs> and then like some nice uh, like black markers if he wants to. I don't, maybe he'll do some like quick like sketch drawings, some line drawings. Yeah, he could. He's got one, just one highlighter though. It's it's like a can, an old can with just a pink neon highlighter there. He, he's uh, either he's found his go-to highlighter <laughs> or he doesn't highlight as much as he does these other things. Right. We could, we could just assume that that's Jimmy Fallon's favorite highlighter pen right there. He hasn't, he hasn't honed in on a favorite pencil. No, <laughs> he burns through those things. No attachment whatsoever, but he's kind of hooked on that highlighter. <laughs> and he likes the smell of that one and then he's got i guess colored pencils which i can't i don't know what he's doing with with colored pencils i don't know how that would service any anything he's trying to do but i can see him like being like look honey you know because he's i guess his wife is now his kind of producer he he's Mm -hmm. talking to her he said you know honey how much i love pizza hut right kind of like when i had to have my wife come over here and help me get this zoom meeting started exactly so hopefully that sets it it looks like he's got an old doctor kit uh like an old doctor that's that's like his dad's lunchbox john that's what lunchbox looked like lunchboxes looked like in the old days uh my dad had a lunchbox like that I'm I'm seeing over here in these cubbies, cigar boxes Mm -hmm. is a nice touch. I I mean, I don't know what the green jars up there next to that lunchbox are about. But yeah, anyway, he's got it. And and what I'm seeing is a lot of this um, shabby chic is what they would call it, like these interior decorators showing you how to distress these these, um, refinished drawers and put yeah. these matching ceramic knobs on them and then then paint them and distress them with some sandpaper so they they're heavily fake distressed mm-hmm. drawers yeah in non-matching intentionally non-matching colors so it it's it comes off as a little bit hobby lobby mm-hmm. very much heavy-handedly hobby lobby to me <laughs> so Jimmy Fallon has got a uh he's he's enthused as ever you can't you can't say jimmy fallon is is not an enthusiastic person no matter (laughs) what you think about his his comedy or lack thereof and he's got a a pizza hut box um and that looks like a more vintage pizza hut box unless they changed it since i last saw it that looks like it's like trying to be like a 70s box yeah, I think after Stranger Things got popular, everything went that way, and he mm-hmm. uh, tried to tried to roll in on the uh, Stranger Things vibe. Okay. So they, yeah, they've got the black and red kind of circular, cornered square border, which yeah, mm-hmm. it is a little bit nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And then the, then just the bold logo. You're right; they have like a new splash logo like that was trying to look more 90s or something that they just introduced a few years ago yeah and that's it's got the 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 hat or the whatever that is like the roof i mean that's the the red roof the red roof um and he'll talk about because he's going to go on to talk about his personal pizza hut experiences 
he's definitely was not eating at a Delco. He was eating at like a sit down red roof. So let's in, in, in this next segment, you'll get to hear his, uh, he does a, a great impression of his mom, uh, which I have watched, uh, five or six times already. Okay. I'm excited to share because once he does this impression of his mom, you know exactly who his mom is. This is really good. Okay. And uh, I love it so much. And this is a, a, a cool thing. Actually, pizza is where I used to go with my parents when we had like good nights out. Like if I was, I was celebrating something like that. Even I would say like graduation or something. It was a major deal to go out to dinner at Pizza Hut. Me and my sister would have a booth. My mom always wanted a booth. Do you have any booths? I only want to eat in a booth. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even hungry. Well, booth's open. Okay. We'll take it. So a couple things. And again, Vance, I've, I'm kind of still feel like I'm ambushing you because I've already watched this multiple times. Oh, I, I don't know. All I know about Jimmy Fallon is he used to be on Saturday Night Live on one of those dead seasons. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. He, That's about all I know is that he came up from a, a, a bad season of Saturday Night Live, and now I hear his name occasionally. And now he gets oh, to yeah. hang out with, like, Paul McCartney and stuff because somehow he's – Tom Sharpling likes to talk about this. Like, if you don't leave – if you don't leave show business, like somehow you get to just keep rising. Like he'll use, he'll use like red hot chili peppers. They just stuck around. <laughs> Nobody wanted that, but they just stuck around long enough that now they're like, uh, you know, rock and roll royalty or like Lenny Kravitz. They didn't get better. They just stayed. <laughs> and I think Jimmy they Fallon is performing. Okay. Like I hear these stories of like him, like at a table with like Paul McCartney and Steve Martin and Lauren Michaels. And then Jimmy Fallon is there. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's kind of like uh, we've been watching, we've been watching a lot of um, Survivor. Mm. Uh, while while we're uh, quarantined, and I noticed that some of these people that make it to the very end of Survivor <laughs> have the least amount of personality. They're the ones that are like flying un flying under the radar because they don't raise any eyebrows. And yeah. I think that uh, Jimmy Fallon might be like one of the boring people on a season of Survivor. Yeah, that makes it to the end because they just don't. Uh, yeah, they don't stir anybody up he's kind of scrambling to say, Oh yeah, we would pizza hut is where we would go out to, um, for like big times, mm -hmm. like even, even graduations, like he's stumbled upon that reality, which right. uh, might be important once you see what he's peddling here. And they would sit, and then we go play Pac-Man who's, uh, anyways, pizza hut is doing this cool thing because uh, you know what? is it cool he hasn't mentioned if it's cool yet I, but it seems like it's cool okay what they're doing but they love the graduates and i love the graduates of 2020 and man you got a raw deal this year uh no real graduation for you guys and no real prom and pizza wanted to uh well, i don't know want to make it a little bit cooler for you so guess what cool. they're giving out five hundred thousand pizzas 
to graduates of 2020 and their families. 500,000 pizzas. So if you want, go to pizzahut.com forward slash grad party. Use the black pen there. That's the one. He, he should have probably highlighted that. <laughs> he's a highlighter right there. He just didn't do it. Yeah, he's written pizzahut.com grad party on an index card. He also was like, honey, I got my index cards here. I got my, I'm all set up for the show. And they're going to use the contactless curbside pickup for this. So thank you to uh, America's Dairy Farmers and uh, for Pizza Hut for doing this cool thing. And congratulations, class of 2020. Uh, you know we love you. Uh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Oh, you know what? I forgot to do So it's cool, Vance. Yeah. No, if you... Did you pick up on the fact that he thanked America's dairy farmers? I'm already feeling like it's the dairy farmers that are really behind this promotion because you've heard about them having to dump milk out in the fields because uh, they couldn't move it because of all the restaurants that have shut down. Yeah. So, uh, and I've also heard, or I know this to be a fact generally, that the, the cheese is the most expensive ingredient. That's, you would think you would think maybe it's a meat, but the cheese, the cups and cups of cheese. That's why when people ask for extra cheese, that's not just a bonus. You you pay extra for extra cheese. That's the most expensive topping on there. Yeah, when it says large, like two toppings, you can't say one of your toppings is extra cheese, and that no. really hurts a lot of people. Right, and the dough is like five cents a crust or something like that wholesale and the sauce is like water with some ketchup in it it's like lots so, of salt uh, yeah so really i think the the cheese is the most expensive you know from the get-go mm-hmm. out of the gate the the cheese so the the dairy farmers at least he did kind of give you a window into the fact that he should thank america's dairy farmers you're right you're, I thought he might have been running for president, but you, that's a better better analysis. Than, oh, you want you do want to you do want to sort of court the uh, the dairy lobby mm-hmm. if you were running for office, though, especially in Wisconsin. I think. All right, so you think it's over? You know, he's done his pitch. Now he's he remembers uh, that he has a, a second fun thing he's going to do with this. It's cool. Do this. Well, pretend you didn't hear that. Hey, guys. It's Jimmy Fallon talking to you. This is for the graduates, so if you're not a graduate of 2020, please leave the room. Graduates, this is a tough one. Uh, You deserve everything. And you know what? Pizza is there for you. They want you to have everything. Pizza wants wants you to have everything. You go to pizza.com forward slash grad party they're gonna give they're not gonna give you but they're gonna give in total five hundred thousand pizzas to you guys to have a little party because you deserve it thank you pizza Hut, and thank you graduates of 2020 thank you so much thank you there we go hey there okay i may it was too much jimmy was yeah. Jimmy was too much for my system. I got to the point where he said, you deserve everything and Pizza Hut's going to give you everything. Mm-hmm. He, then he, he uh, like sang 
like along with the what's that graduation song called it's not old lang syne it's not uh, pomp and circumstance and circumstance yeah he sang along with like a pizza hut thank you so much and then he goes to a high like the high register it's cool and that's the end of did he the... did he tell you that it was cool yeah yeah, he he let us know a couple more times how cool this all was. Five hundred thousand pizzas. It's not a lot of pizzas. No, not really. How many uh, how many outlets do you think uh, the Piz H has in this mug? I'm thinking every every state has uh, at least fifty of them, right? 50 oh times. yeah, at least. Let's say there's at least 3,000. There's more than that, though. But say there's at least 3,000 pizza huts in the country, and they're giving out 500,000 pizzas. That's that's like a little over 100 pizzas per outlet. I mean, that's decent. Maybe that. I mean, we're probably closer to probably closer to 5,000 or 10,000. So anyway, let's assume that that's less than 100 pizzas. I mean, even at Pizza Cabin, we've seen, you know, situations where we got stuck with a, a big order. Mm-hmm. Or there was a refrigerator problem and some spoilage, and we had to go back there and throw away dough. In a week, it's not a big deal for us to throw away a, a hundred pizzas, is it? No. Oh, definitely not. So, but I mean, it sounds big to give that stuff away if you say you're giving it away. I wonder. Uh, they're probably like, you think one topping. Oh, I'm sure you have to pay extra for extra toppings. Maybe they'll throw you some pepperonis on there. Yeah. Yeah, but a meat lovers, do you think uh, they would give away a meat lovers? I, I seriously doubt it. Probably like a $4 upcharge for, for any lovers line. John, I, I herb you want to talk about the top 10 veg, so we're here to kill the shots, so let us begin. So I'm here with our buddy Chris Mata, and it's good to check back in with you. And we had this idea to, to rate our top 10 vegetables. Right, and there are there is a hot debate on, on what qualifies as a vegetable and what <laughs> qualifies as a, as a fruit. As I was putting together my list, I realized, wow, I seem like such an amateur here because there's there is a lot of crossover and it gets like a hot debate there. Yeah, I mean, they technically a fruit is anything with the where you have the seeds on the inside that you can either eat or spit out, you know. So we started talking about like, well, are we going to include tomato? You know, everybody knows it's a fruit, but it's it's used like a vegetable. And then my wife brought up like squash. And then I looked online, and it's like all these things: peas, uh, zucchini, olives. Squ- olives. We decided we're gonna just use common sense here. If you if you use it like a vegetable, if you cook it, if you think of it as a vegetable, then it's a vegetable. We're not right. get, We're not gonna fruit, be like point dexter here. Vegetable or fruit? I don't care it at all, really. <laughs> wow, are you bringing it? Yeah. 
So are you going to do your 10 first? Or are we going to go back and forth one by one? Let's do back and forth one by one. That will be okay. interesting. I like that format. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, uh, but then are we going to do re- reverse like Dave Letterman style? We could do, yeah. Why don't we do Dave Letterman style 10 to 1? We could do that. But mine aren't in order of like my favorite to my least favorite. These are just my favorite 10 things. Okay. I tried to put mine in in order, but it, what, it's hard to really do that. I think I could I could work that. I'm just going to go backwards uh, to forwards because really yeah. one, number one on my list, I think, is my favorite. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. So All right. Let's, well, let's turn up and uh, get this going. Number but, 10 on my list is ginger. Interesting. I thought about putting ginger on there. I use it so frequently, and I think its medicinal purposes are, are it's just one of those things where I think it's, it's one of the best things that the earth has to give us. I agree. Love ginger. So I took some liberties here, and I know that this is general. Uh, coming in at number 10 for me, I said beans. Beans? Yeah. Yeah, beans are great. Um, what do you have for number nine? Number nine is um, is onion for me. Yeah, onion. It's just, you gotta have it. I mean, it's one of the three staples in your, your mirepoix. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, almost any any style of regional cooking um, includes some type of an onion, you know. And then the great thing about, you know, including onion on your list, is there's, there's so many different types of onions. You know? Yeah, yep. Um, and I, I think of it as a, a staple of, of building building a dish uh, when you're cooking really anything. I don't know if I told you this, but I, at my job before Applewood, when I worked with you, I worked... You Barbancino. Barbancino. And I, there was this dude that I worked with there, and um, he was kind of a douche. And <laughs> I remember this one time we were slammed, you know, but he was like, had this side project that he would keep going back to mixing stuff together and I was like finally I was like what are you doing and he goes building flavors bro and so I say that often to my wife when I'm cooking but speaking of building flavors onion you gotta you gotta have it if you're building flavor if you're gonna build some flavor I would say it's gotta be it's gotta be one of the first things you're gonna start with you know? yeah for number nine for me I said mushrooms mushrooms okay you got mushrooms on your list mushrooms are my number eight <laughs> okay so, all right so moving right along yeah moving right along i i'm partial i wrote that you seem to be doing it generalistically um and i know we had spoke about that i always like i'm gonna go for my favorite type of each one you know okay yeah like a representative um, yeah, so, you know, lobster of the woods, hen of the woods, those beautiful ones, um, you know, that, that grow kind of like oysters, you know, they look like they're so bountiful. As far as like a, a more staple, you know, cremini is just... Oh, cremini, yeah, sure. Is like kind of a go-to for me. What, we are, we're still at eight now? So, yeah, my, my eight was avocado. Avocado, okay. So I, I took avocado off my list because I, we had spoken about two things and I was like, I feel like he's gonna mention both of those things, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, avocado is, you know, I think when you met me, you you quickly learned my love for tableside guacamole. Tableside guacamole, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you do you remember like when we were younger, when avocados 
were it felt really fancy to me like getting getting an avocado from the grocery store when i was growing up that was like they were expensive and it was a treat yes and now it seems like the application of avocado is everywhere and in everyone's basket yes yeah i agree yeah it's, it's i mean i have memories of my late mother you know, looking at the avocados at the A&P in Brewster, and she would touch maybe like 17 avocados before she found <laughs> three of them that could come home. <laughs> what do you have for number seven, Chris? Number seven on my list is fennel. Wow. Okay. I love fennel. My wife is anti-fennel, so that oh, is not... Really? Wow. Not, I've not been able to uh, I don't know if I would marry someone who is anti-fennel. <laughs> And for those, I think some people who are not my, some of our listeners, when they think fennel, they might be thinking of, uh, well, yeah. So to all of our listeners who are thinking, wow, he just picked a seed. I thought we couldn't do seeds. (laughs) Um, you know, fennel is to me used in three forms. You have the seed, which most people will know the fronds, um, which is the beautiful, you know, dill like. Uh, on the top of it, which would be more like an herb or a garnish, and then the bulb. And, and I'm referring to the bulb on the bottom. And it's something that I almost will substitute onion for. I'll substitute fennel if I'm going to use a, a Spanish onion. Um, maybe I'll use less, you know, because fennel is so strong and it has that, that licorice anise flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Specifically when I'm doing Italian recipes, rustic Italian recipes, I will almost always uh, either do part onion, part fennel, or just use fennel as my uh, onion. For seven, I, I, uh, it's interesting. Maybe, you know, my wife's favorite vegetable, eggplant. Eggplant, yes. Another one that was on the list and I felt like you were going to say it, so I, <laughs> I had taken it off mine. I mean, eggplant is... Um, it's so wonderful. A lot of Asian influence, a lot of Italian influence. Yes. And it's it's really another thing. It's You can do anything you want with it. I wonder if there's a, a vegetable that straddles Asian and Italian as, as much as eggplant does. It's like the crossover between those two foods. I can't think of it. A lot of garlic used in both as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, an onion and stuff. But as far as like right. a a more like substantial yeah like feature vegetable what do you have for number six number six i have the japanese purple sweet potato that's your potato representative yes that's my potato representative i specifically like to use this as you know in the school of applewood cooking that we both graduated from you would want some type of a puree some type of green you know a starch a protein and a garnish yeah and I've always been really into colorful dishes and even after you you know boil this down or you could bake it and put it through the food mill whatever you you know whatever you'd like to do with it it holds this beautiful dark purple joker color six is also my my potato spot hey look at that what do you have for number five I have carrot 
Number five is the Sunchoke for me. Yes. Also known as the Jerusalem Artichoke. Jerusalem Artichoke, yes. And I'd, I'd actually like to dedicate this number five category to Sunchokes uh, slash Artichokes. So that was your that was your carrot category or was that before? That was, yeah, I said carrot for five. Okay. Um, yeah, just, you know, as, as part of the, the kind of mirepoix building flavors kind of thing and and um i just love it i love roasted carrots yeah i it's surprising that i don't have carrot on my list and i use carrots i'm a big fan of of really all kinds of carrots but i specifically love the rainbow carrot very yes me too they're so pretty the one thing for casual cooks and listeners i just take take the time to get real carrots and cut them up the like the baby carrots and stuff are a, a, an abomination number four what do you have number four i have the asparagus nice i think the asparagus is like one of those really i when i think of asparagus i think very classical french you know and and the asparagus is something like i think it should always be be blanched and then shocked and then from there like it's up to you it's great grilled it's great mm-hmm. charred it's great sauteed you can oven roast it uh the only you know negative effect of course is the uh the way it smells after but yeah you know it's uh it's and it's a very much again one of its kind you know i have just very basic i just have greens like uh right and we had spoke my- about that for my number four and it's hard to even find a representative because it's i for greens i just i need variety what do you have for three i've i've garlic oh well samesies nice we both hit garlic at number three uh garlic is that thing to me it's just like it's it's such a staple you know we talked about ingredients and vegetables that are huge crossover through multiple different cultures and ethnicities i think garlic has probably got to be the highest up there what do you have for number two number two is going to be the ramp nice i just yeah. i just uh did ramps for the f- I, first time I, really? I ordered them yeah I, you didn't have ramps at applewood no i guess really? i wasn't there at, you must have not been in season yeah what what came in number one Oh, did you tell me? Oh, what was your number two? Onion. Oh, onion. Right, right, right. We went on. Yeah. Uh, number one is broccoli rob for me. Wow. Okay. So how about for you? Uh, tomato. Tomato, of course. The tomato. Yeah. And now, do you have a, a specific type of tomato you like, or just slicing and eating? I, there's nothing that beats an an heirloom. Yeah, like a, I agree. Uh, an heirloom. heirloom. Things that were on my list were heirlooms, avocados, and corn. Oh, I totally forgot corn. And oh. I, well, because then we brought up the seed thing. And I was like, well, corn is pretty much a seed itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can do that anymore. I totally forgot corn. I can't believe it. Sitting out on a porch, having like some some sweet corn and some something off the grill this is great well thanks again john i always love these i have a lot of fun with you and uh i'll talk to you soon okay okay bye all right bye
Hey, John, this is me talking about food. From a childhood age of three to nine, living in India, I had a very different experience with food. As you can imagine, you couldn't buy any beef anywhere because nobody there, Hindus, oh, cows are holy, you can't, that'd be terrible. And uh, so, no, occasionally we get some spam from America, but other than that, it was pretty much uh, chapatis, jalebis, puris, they had the and roll their R's, and just tickert means uh, spicy, very, everything was very tickert. Your mouth would kind of burn and stuff. And my favorite of all was jalebis. And used to this used to enjoy and mangoes. Oh my gosh! You, you uh, crunch up a mag uh, square and then you just suck the juice out. Oh, just wonderful stuff. So anyway, that's my my little bleep about food. I hope someone finds it interesting. And so, bye for now. Wow, that was good, right? Thank you to Dr. Dad, to Chris Mata. We'll have to do Top Ten Fruits sometime soon. And thank you to Vance. And like I said, you'll hear the second part of our, our talk next week. If you're listening to this on your computer, please download the app for Android or iPhone. Go and help support the show at Radio Free Brooklyn slash donate and sign up for our newsletter Radio Free Brooklyn slash newsletter stay tuned for Crime Talk BK with Joanna Perpich and now I say to you the end <laughs>